Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing Sumbrum, which is a game set in a dark, bleak, and mysterious fantasy world. This game may include topics or events that some listeners may find uncomfortable or triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Looking at the map, there was another... There was a... The next waypoint was... Something about rocks, I think. New... The Elder yeah. Wood? Yes. There's a map? Mm-hmm. Was that discussed before I was here? You were given a map. Uh, I've got elf and spider humanoid. Where, when were we given maps? Yeah, I guess to kind of re- remind you, it's um the Silk Court, the Elder Wood, and a distinct rocks. We'll show oh, you. you just the described the map? Yep. So we got the map from... Uh... Um, Vacker, Vicar, Jorgen. Jorgen. <laughs> you were close. You had none of the right letters, but <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we had, so. He gave it to us while you were out hunting down that other guy, and uh, I assume we filled you in when we got on the cart and into the woods. Uh, Jorgen gave it to us when we had a clandestine meeting in his room. But what are the things? The Silk Court, the Elder Wood, and Rock Formation. Okay, so we'll assume that was the Silk Court. I think that's a good assumption. Spider Town. Okay, Elder Wood. It's Elder Wood, one word or two? I think it's I one. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter, I was just joking. <laughs> All right, so you're pushing onward? I say so. Yeah. We're not staying put. Let's put as much distance between us and Spider Village as possible. Yeah. So you push on, and as you kind of keep going, you start kind of towards the end of the day, as the sun starts to set, you find yourself in a chunk of woods that the trees are just massive, like just huge trees, like... All the streets around you have been big, but these are just, like, legendarily big. Like, it takes a couple minutes to walk around each tree kind of thing. And, yeah, you're kind of at the outskirts of this. Is like, easily kind of looking forward to you to see tons of these trees moving forward. Um, you can keep going a little more if you want, but it's kind of starting to get late in the day. It's starting, the sun's starting to set. you got to keep going. you got to stop at the edges of this thing. I guess I'd rather stop at the transition point and wait to go too far in until daytime. I'm in agreement. That's fair, yeah. Is it another night camping? Yeah. This time, how about we don't light a fire? Fine by me. Uh, can we, like, be against one of these giant trees as, like, a wall, kind of, on one side, at least? It, give me a vigilance check, actually, on that. Three out of twelve success for stout. Yeah, so as you're looking around this, you realize that, like, some of these trees, people have created almost, like, temporary housing. Like, they're not, like, a full-on hut or something like that, but the people have spent some time, like, building up at the base of these things, kind of small shelters. You could very easily kind of hide yourself in. They're long abandoned, but there definitely kind of seems to be a co- an effort to make these kind of the root system around these trees. People have, like, spent some time hauling them out or kind of building stuff out from them that could act as kind of little domiciles temporarily, like a hutch or something or a lean-to. It's kind of all based out of nature at that point. Oh, there we go. Would it be sheltered enough that it would actually hide? 
a uh, fire? Possibly, if you found the right one, but yeah, definitely. There's probably one here that you could do that with. I'd still rather not. You don't have to have a fire. I'll take first watch again. I'll do second. I am fine with third. Yeah, I'm not going to make you do the kind of rolls for the watch tonight. It's You're pretty well hidden. You feel pretty safe where you're at. Um, nothing bad happens necessarily. It's quiet. It's definitely spooky. Like You almost feel like you hear the sounds of the trees around you. They're groaning under the wind and their own weight and just their age. But again, you found a pretty good domicile. You're pretty well hidden. It's maybe a little bit colder because the previous nights. Everyone who got, took some damage from recover uh, recover one toughness for this. How much do the healing herbs heal? They they give you one unless you have Medicus, and then you can do some more with it. Alright, then I will use one of my healing herbs both on me and on Marthal. And do you have Medicus? No, so it only heals one. Yeah, that's a bust of that healing essence. But that'll put us both back to where we were before the uh, yeah the fight. Actually, no. It'll only put me back the two wounds and him back to 13 where he was at the start of the fight. Sounds good to me. Yeah, so next morning arrives. It's... Now that you're farther in, maybe it's kind of the depth of the forest. Maybe it's just like the cold, but there's a thick layer of fog across the entire ground as you wake up. Uh, it's weird. There almost seems to kind of snake in a path of some kind through this giant thicket of large trees. Nothing inherently sinister about it or kind of abnormal, but just kind of like visually noteworthy. It's beautiful and kind of a haunted way the hell out in the woods in a terrifying forest kind of way. Plan to keep moving forward, kind of following the map, or what's the plan? You got to spend some time here. You kind of, you're actually relatively safe here compared to where else have you been. You got to try and make camp for a couple of days. You got to keep going. Is there a clear path ahead of us? Does anyone need to rest? I mean, it would be nice to rest one day to heal up. What are you at for toughness? Doubt is at 12 out of 15. Yeah, if we're that low, we might as well. Like, I mean, are we are we in a hurry? Yeah, he's Stout is not opposed to waiting another day or something. All right. I guess the the question is like, maybe we should. I should probably do this in character, but uh, well, I don't know if Skismer would care either way. To be honest, so quite. But the question is pragmatically like, do we hang out? Well, if we're relatively safe, yeah, it makes sense to to park and wait for a little bit. If we stay for the whole day, do we um, get like like two two points back, or just another one point? Just the one, yeah. It's one per day. Yeah, why not? Let's stay. Works for me. All right, cool. So you camp another day again. Like you can't. Like even now that you're awake and it's not dark out, you almost feel like the woods are whispering to you. Like these large trees have. Maybe some stories to share, some secrets of some kind. Nothing coherent or kind of tangible or even recognizable as speech. We do feel like something's talking to you almost constantly. And you know, explore the area. Assume you just gotta kind of stay put and hang out. What's the what's the plan? You gotta explore it all or not really? Doubt will at least just stay behind. He's trying to rest up a little bit from his poisoning sure. ordeals. Gorn would like to get on one of the horses from the cart. If well. I'll do this in character. Anybody interested in taking a lap around here to see what's in the near vicinity? I will stay behind and guard the camp. I would go with you, but mostly to ensure that you don't get yourself killed. Not that I care. I can't go very far on foot, so we'd have to take the horses from the cart. That's fine. I'll stay here, Stout. We'll mind the camp. Very good. I would hate to leave Stout by himself. Your company is most welcome. All right, so we just kind of get on the horse horses, and I was just I was just interested in 
riding along the per- periphery of the old forest for a little bit. I don't know if you had a better plans, customer. This was your idea. What do you mean if I have a better plan? Very well. Back up, do some walk around, see what's around the area. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, kind of almost immediately when you step out of the hut to kind of look at the day, you kind of see something you didn't see at night because it was dark and sun was setting. So someone has taken the time to carve huge humanoid faces into a lot of these trees, kind of, but a ways up, like not easily accessible by human hands. Maybe they grew that tall or something, but someone has spent some time carving. They're abstractish, but kind of like very human shaped faces into a bunch of these trees. All of them are different. They're all kind of staring down at what you perceive to be a path through this entire kind of weird grove of trees that kind of it's it's the same path you've been following since you left the silk town the silk court. Like it's this weird through path of everything. And they're definitely kind of designed to look down at that. Some of them are kind of facing so they're facing off towards where the silk court was. So you kind of be seeing you as you approached. Some are kind of looking back as you'd be passing them. Some of them are looking forward, but they're all kind of weirdly aimed at this road as you go through or this this overgrown path of some kind of this more level terrain, if you will. So let's say we ride up the road a little bit. Does it appear yeah. to be, you know, continue to be usable for the cart? Yeah, it's, again, like if you had to make a guess, it almost seems like at one point in time this was a more defined path. It's, it's been lost to time some, but even time can't reclaim a pretty well-beaten path that quickly. you see any animals? Beasts or anything? Maybe the occasional deer, but most of them are kind of avoiding you, and yeah. You're not like actively hunting them either, so. Should I do a vigilance roll? Yeah, if you want. See what I can see. 13 out of 14, success. Yeah, you see some birds that are here. You see some, uh, you see the occasional deer kind of thing. Maybe the occasional bear off in the distance. Probably the grunt of the occasional boar or something like that. Like, nothing abnormal about this place, as best you can tell, aside from the giant faces carved in the trees. Nothing abnormal happening. It's just kind of large trees with faces. And it's not the silk cord. It's not kind of... it's almost peaceful here, like because of the large trees themselves and all of the small trees, you actually get a fair amount of light here even. You can see the sky pretty well. Right. I've almost a golden glow to the entire area. Not much to report, I guess. Other than the faces in the trees, maybe. And obviously they're old, right? Really old. I like it here. That makes one of us. Well, I'm not really looking for anything, so I guess yeah. probably just head back. Sounds good. Yeah, nothing bad happens. You rest. You maybe like, do you light a fire eventually or nah? Well, it seems pretty uneventful. Yeah, I'd be open to lighting a fire the second night. Now that we know it's pretty calm around here, especially if that means some hot food. You're the expert. That's fine with me. Skistmer and I rode a little bit up the trail, and it's it's fine for the cart, so we can keep that with us. At least for now. Do you feel compelled to do a watch tonight or not? Uh, still do a watch. All right. Definitely do a watch. Sounds good. I don't quite trust this piece we found. Yeah, it's another uneventful night. Uh, nothing kind of happens. Maybe you hear the occasional kind of animal off in the distance, but where you're at seems pretty, by Davakar standards, safe, abandoned, remote, maybe is the best way of thinking of it. But yeah, morning comes. Again, there's that kind of thick fog across the ground. Now that you spend some time looking at it, you realize that kind of it almost seems to follow this path in a weird way through the uh, kind of seems to rest in kind of this weird path you've been following. If that makes any sense. Uh, you gonna set out? Let's get a move on. Yeah, so you keep moving. Cart's going okay. Ground is surprisingly okay. And eventually you kind of, so, you see it from a distance at first, but kind of up a rise of some kind in a surprisingly kind of ample clearing 
in Davakar, you see this kind of almost Stonehenge-looking thing with a small kind of t- it looks like almost like a spike of stone in the center of it. It's surrounded a it's a collection of ruins or a collection of kind of placed stones and then kind of a spike in the center of it. And you see it from probably kind of easily a couple two three hours hike off. As you approach it, it gets bigger. It's about 20, 30 feet tall, just massive, heavy stones. And the spike you saw in the center actually kind of even has a spiral, kind of a spiraling staircase around it. And the top of it does indeed end in a fairly sharp kind of protrudence, but it seems to almost flatten off. You have to inspect it closer to see what's up with it. Well, I take it we're at the third landmark here. I agree. How high is is the spire high enough where if we kind of went up it, we could get a good view of the surrounding area? Yeah, so people have even so whoever made this also cleared enough of the trees around it, and this thing is tall enough that it kind of sticks out across like the very pinnacle of this thing does stick out at least above the local tree line. The rest of the stones don't, but kind of the middle spike does not or does sorry and what was the clue after this one? We were just maybe. Figure out how to get there. The stones will show you the way. Yeah. Seems pretty obvious. Stones will show you the way. Well, I think we need to go on top of the spire, and maybe it will shed some light on this mystery. Uh, I agree. and I think we should all do it. I don't want us to be split up at this moment. If something were to happen. All right, so everyone's going up, or yep. Unless somebody wants to stay with the cart, did anybody want to stay down at the bottom? No. Okay. Yeah, so it's it takes some time. Probably takes about an hour to get everyone to the top. It's slow going. It's not the best staircase. Parts that have fallen apart or fallen off the kind of side of this thing due to time and rot and erosion. But so you reach the top, and so the staircase ends with kind of an average person's height being about kind of a foot and a half or two feet above the absolute plateau of this thing while standing on the stairs. It ends in kind of a little wraparound that you could all stand on if you were careful and all that. But kind of in the top of this thing, and the top has almost been polished smooth to a flat, there's a slot cut into the top of it. Uh, How big? Uh, about two inches wide. Hmm, uh, two I... inches wide, but kind of like, I don't know, like quarter inch deep. Going down, it's got like three or four inches. Can we look through the slot? You can. It just kind of ends in a stone. It's like a cutout in the stone. Like you could probably plop something into it or something's supposed to sit there inside of it. Hmm. How How big is our map? Uh, the map folded up would fit, but there's no obvious reason to put it there either. What about the stone chest? Would it fit in there? Uh, chest is too big. Also, lugging it up there would be hard. You did get a third thing, though, from that whole ordeal. Yeah, what was that again? Sorry. Yarkin called it the invitation. Oh, that's right. It was a small chunk of stone with like a gem or a stone. Like a- gemstone of some kind or like a diamond or something at one end of it. Did we bring it up? <laughs> I don't know. Did you? I'll, I'll say you did for the sake of speeding this along. <laughs> you didn't write that down. Okay. Obviously that thing fits into it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of the way it sets into it kind of sinks down mm-hmm. so that the stone kind of is extended about, like, we'll say, like, two inches above the top of this thing. Nothing seems to happen immediately, though. But it definitely seems to fit. So that gem is pointed up in the air? Yeah. Are there any shadows casted in a particular direction or anything? Nah, it's not tall enough for that. Uh, You do notice, though, that kind of based on your height and just kind of the height of this thing, it does act as kind of a clock, just based on kind of a sundial aspect, like, as it the sun moves, it does slowly kind of seem to track around the space, and based on the stones, it does seem like someone figured out, oh, there's 12 hours in a day kind of thing. It, it's doing that part of it easily enough. Well, maybe we have to wait for a certain time. Not kill some time up there, wait for to see if something happens? 
I can't think of anything else to try. And I look down and see if anything's happening with the other stones in the ruins. Are they moving or? No, not just big old stones. Okay. Well, I guess I'm inclined to wait here for a minute. Yeah. I mean, this is the only logical marker. Just to be clear, we're looking for the, above all, we're looking for the king's crown, correct? Yeah, you're looking for a feasting hall that has a crown inside of it, allegedly. When we inserted the invitation, did we hear anything? Nope. You're just, okay? It just fits really well. And forest looks the same beyond yep, the cleared area. Yep. No changes. None that you've picked up on. Guess we fits wait. so well it was clearly designed to fit. Yeah, it's very obvious this thing fits inside of this thing. Gotcha. All right, so a couple hours pass. The sun starts to set. You're up there, and kind of as the sun gets about halfway below the horizon from where you're standing on top of this thing, it lines up with this thing, and the crystal just starts to glow with the top of this. And kind of as you're looking at this, kind of a slowly kind of red line sort of peering on the rock that you've climbed up on and across all the rocks in the clearing around you. Like, they're all kind of lighting up with intricate sort of runes and just ornate shapes. And most of them are kind of replicas of the same thing. But one of them depicts kind of an entry to a grand hall of some kind. Like, it's got, it, it, it seems to be more like a door than the other ones. The other ones are kind of just covered in ornate decorations. This one seems to seem like an archway to a door of some kind. It's kind of off. To, it kind of faces off to one side, like a door in the stone. Yeah, it's not opening a portal, but like the decorations on it kind of imply. Kind of, it looks more like a door. Like if you, if there was a door standing inside of it, it would make more sense than the other ones. If that makes any sense, like it's decorated to look like it's a door frame. Does everyone else see that? A door. I think we better get down there before the sun sets all the way. You're taking the invitation with you or leaving it there? Well, what happens when we take it out? Does it all stop? Yeah, the red lines stop. It's like magical portals showing up or anything. Wait, you said when we pull it out and everything goes away? Yeah, there's no, there's no magical portal showing up, though. It's just kind of like the thing of it's like cracks in the stone lighting up to make the shape. Like, no, it's nothing. Nothing is appearing magical. It's just like the, the magical sure. part is there's an indication going on of that's the direction, for lack of a better phrase. Well, I think we should take it with us. I do not want to show up to a party without an invitation. Let's take it and go down to where the door was outlined. Okay, we do that. Right, I mean, yes, you like you go through the door for like first to keep going, kind of in that general direction. Yep. So this is getting dark. You're gonna kind of stop in the door frame for the night. You're gonna kind of try and push on till dawn. Well, I was, uh, kind of feel like maybe we should study the door before we do anything. So maybe waiting and giving it a good study before we go in. Sure. Anybody so the, else? The door was through some of the other Stonehenge type ruins. Is that so? We're yeah. just going through it in into that direction, like down a path in that direction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can study it while there's light. Not much light, admittedly. But uh, I'm inclined not to go much further. So rest here for the night? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Another toughness back? Yep. Doing the watch thing again, or are you kind of foregoing at this point? Oh, no, no. Keep the watch. Yeah, I think we'll do usual watch order every night, basically. Fair enough. So we had first watch again? Gorin. Give me a vigilant as you're kind of sitting watch. Four to ten success. Yeah, so you're not seeing any signs of it, but you swear you hear kind of in the direction that you'd follow if you kind of kept going through based on what the thing lit up today. The sound of a revelry of some kind way off in the distance, like a loud, boisterous, like some voices crashing. Happy sounds, though, kind of like a, a lively party, if you will. 
but there's no lights, there's no kind of like people walking by, there's no indications of anything else, just the sounds of it kind of come ghosting through the woods at you around what you think of as like the feasting hour of the night or something like that. Mm. Alright, second is Stout, correct? Yep. Alright, Stout, give give me a vigilance check. Two out of twelve success. So, you also hear the party, but the party's getting, it's gone from kind of happy to a little bit kind of more violent almost. Like, there's louder voices. Again, you can't quite make out what the voices are saying, or if there are even voices at all, but there's definitely kind of an anger and a rage to the sound of it. There's more crashing less in kind of a revelry way more of like a destructive way but again nothing around you to indicate what's going on just the sounds of it wafting through the forest next up is scutzmer mm-hmm. same deal give me a vigilance check gladly 18 out 14 failure <laughs> you don't hear anything uh but you do a kind of a sense of uneasiness throughout the woods. You sit there alone in the dark. Not alone, but awake in the dark. There's definitely something bad about this place all of a sudden. Aroha, you're up. Give me a vigilance check. Yes. I failed. What about you, dear? But Marthal succeeded. The 5 out 13, so... The silence of the space you're in is almost deafening, and it's it places aren't this quiet this early in the morning kind of thing, and Marthal's picking up on that definitely. I'm not sure he communicates that, but yeah, this is kind of the this is the pinnacle of if a tree falls in the forest they around to hear it, well there's no sounds in the forest for you to hear right now, and that's a problem. There's always sounds this deep in the woods. Maybe not known sounds, but something's always making some sound. And there's just nothing. I will definitely be on my guard. You know, like, ready for trouble at any moment as I wake the rest of them up. What's going on? I don't know, but there's something out there that is a very concern. I could have sworn I heard a party last night. A feast. Didn't seem too threatening to me. Although I didn't see any people. I heard a party too, but it sounded kind of violent. Yes. I would say, depending on what they are feasting on, depends on if you would think it was violent or not. Was it time to get a move on? What's everyone's thoughts at this point? Um, We're all going to die. This is creepy, and we're about to head into somewhere creepier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say G- Gorin's uh, trying not to think too hard about it. Kind of been around the block here in Devonkar. Knows not to ask too many questions. All these are fair reactions, definitely. So you break camp and kind of head off towards you're hoping is your final stop on this uh, treasure hunting trip? That works for Stout. Let's move while there's daylight. Okay. Yeah, so you head off, you break camp. Again, like, it's been... You're going to be surprised by how you actually managed to get the cart all the way here. It really does seem like someone made a path through the woods a long time ago, and the path just hasn't really recovered all the way to being overgrown and infested with trees and whatnot. So, yeah, it's been a stroke of good luck and does kind of speak to this map having some validity. As you're kind of making your way in the general direction, you're pretty sure you're supposed to be traveling. You pass the kind of occasional statue depicting kind of some humanoid figure. Most of them have been destroyed by time or weather. Like they're most of them are kind of rubble, but like parts remain you recognize as vaguely human. And eventually, after we'll say I don't know, like five or six hours of traveling in the general direction, you see the remains of kind of an ancient-looking building. It's surprisingly well preserved. It's God, maybe. 50, 60 feet tall to him. It's huge, and it's kind of amazed that no one else has been out here, hypothetically, just kind of from this distance. It's a monster of a building, and kind of almost more interesting, it seems to be built out of a tree in some ways, like either the tree was planted and grew up and made up of the back part of the building, or they specifically built it so it extends back from the tree, and the tree 
the building is just kind of in a small clearing. It's not like a huge one, but it's like you could almost call this a field. This deep in a Davakar is weird, but at the same time, looking at this, this tree is just massive. It kind of casts a shade across all of this, and you're seeing the sun more directly than you probably have in several days at this point. You're not surrounded by as many trees as you step out into this. You see kind of various other smaller structure remnants at this point. The main building, whatever you want to call it itself, like, it appears to be mostly wooden stone. It's got some holes in the roof. Like, it's kind of like a Viking kind of feasting hall. You've probably seen some pictures of that. It's very long and like it's wide, but it's mostly just kind of big and vacuous from the outside. It's a little foreboding. Like It's definitely dark and decrepit, and there's something a little bit off about it. Weirdly, though, kind of towards it, you're still far enough away that you can't quite make it out. There do seem to be remnants of something. Kind of along the path that you're looking forward towards this thing, there are what look like newer ruins or wrecks or something. Maybe it's like a remains of an old campfire or something. Uh, you have to get closer to that, kind of figure all that out. But most importantly, kind of making an archway about, we'll say, 100 feet back from the main entrance you assume to this hallway or it's, um, it's an archway made by two humanoid statues that both have these they're kind of they they're human up to a point, and then they kind of slowly transition to having these massive deer heads with just these crazy, impossible antlers. Like it's kind of like it's kind of almost skull like in a way. And they're kind of like they're palm to palm, kind of standing over it, making an archway. They've taken some damage. One was missing an arm. One was missing most of its leg, but still they're standing up. There's also kind of a weird, thick fog just resting across the entire. The entirety of this kind of clearing. It's um, maybe only a couple inches or two off the ground, but it's thick. Like, it's kind of hard to see the ground below, if you will. Like, you can see it, but there's definitely something in the way that's blocking obvious view. Tell me about the tree again. It's The building is constructed against the tree? Yeah, either the back of the building is right up against the tree, and the tree absorbed the building, or the building was built so it extends off of the tree. And the tree, like, the building is big like 40 50 50 it's like 60 feet tall or something the tree is just massive compared to that like it is huge around it could take like hours maybe half a day if not more to walk all the way around this tree like it's so big that it's kind of it starts bending out of view before you can kind of see where it goes kind of thing it's a massive just massive tree like trees don't grow this big normal places like the cutting this down tree would take years, because you basically have to tunnel through the tree. Like, maybe all of Thistlehold could fit inside the tree, hypothetically. That's Holy how freaking crap. big it is. Maybe not, but the kind of that, think of it that for scale. Like, you could fit a large set of buildings inside of this tree. So it's kind of foggy, but we can sort of see, like, there might be something along the path. Yeah. Left by somebody. Well, it's not so much fog in the air. There's some of it, but mostly it seems to be kind of along the ground, like a blanket of sorts. Like it's more oh. obscuring the ground. It's thicker than normal fog. Like it's almost like it's maybe like maybe it's like thing like a river of fog almost. But like it's still there is some up near. It is like kind of spooky as a result of that too. How how high does the fog come up to us? Like to our knees, just to our ankles. The thick fog is up to your ankles. It's like maybe two or three inches deep. Okay. The fog in the air, it kind of it just fills the space some, but it's again, like, not a thick fog once it gets above that. Does the building have windows? The building does have some windows. They've long, either, they never had glass in them, or they've long since broken out kind of thing. Looking inside at this range, you can't see much, but it is kind of, it does appear to kind of be vacuous inside. The front door of this thing does appear to be at least partially open. You can kind of see an opening in the face of this building. You're still an hour, you're still probably like an hour, half an hour traversal away from this thing. You're, kind of, you're just seeing it from across this massive clearing that this tree casts a giant shadow across. Is it dark or are there lights on inside or just... You're not seeing any lights? Can't tell from this distance yet. Okay. You can't tell, but like at the same time, it wouldn't make sense if there'd be lots of lights inside. Like, this is Davakar. It's probably abandoned, like most things out here are. But again, at the stranger, not seeing any bonfires or anything like that. Earlier, there was fog following our trail through the forest. Does it look? Is it like similar? Yeah, it's yeah. thicker here, though. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, the fog's probably existed since you 
got through the forest with all the faces carved in the trees. Like it's getting, it's probably been getting thicker and thicker from here to there. But you probably didn't notice, and here it's like unmistakably thick, or unmissably thick, thick more accurately. I'll definitely use my um, the staff of my spear uh, to watch where I walk, so I don't like fall into a pit or something. Sure. I wonder about that. You can see through it. It's not like it's a total whiteout. You can see through it, just it obscures it quite a bit. Like it's it's more kind of unmissably there, I think, is the way of thinking of it. Yeah, sorry if that may seem like you're like just standing in ankle thick whiteout conditions. You're not. Like you, you can see through it. It's just okay. kind of a little bit hard. You're not going to like suddenly walk into a pit unless you're really not paying attention. All right, just making sure. <laughs> like... In that spirit, though, could I make like a vigilant roll to see if there's anything that I. Would be would find alarming. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Seven out of fourteen success. Yeah, so like I kind of hinted at, you do see kind of you're a little too far away to make it out, but kind of maybe once you get closer, it'll become more obvious. You do see things, not like human things, but like maybe it's the remnant of a cart or like. A burned out bonfire. And again, like it's not the only building standing is this big one. There are remnants of smaller structures that used to be there, but they've long since fallen over. Like the only thing remaining is this big hall thing. But kind of in amongst that stuff, there are indications of something else being there. Maybe it's like the frame of a tent and like most of the fabric's gone away, but you see kind of like it's flapping like a flag at that point. You can still kind of make out the rough shape of a tent. Like it's you're not the first people to be here in a long time. You're just the first. You're, only, you're the only ones here right now. Where, where was the, the flap of the tent? Inside the building? No, off the distance. You can't see into the building from this range. It's too far away. Okay, I'm just saying, right. like, looking out across this clearing, you see kind of various things that indicate that other people have been here. There's no one there right now, and, like, all the stuff indicates it's been at least a little bit of time since they were here last, but, like, other people have come through here before. So when you said maybe that wasn't the sa- that wasn't one thing maybe it was it was maybe that's a cart and over there maybe that's a tent yeah exactly yeah sorry yes. okay that's exactly Throughout what I meant okay other people have been here more recently than well than the structure was built that's for sure all the more reason to keep our wits about us. Over there, I think I see a cart. Abandoned. Over there, that could be a tent. Moving a little bit. Do you think there could be anything useful or treasure in the tent or cart? It's very possible. But I don't know. If not, at least an indication of what happened to these people. Maybe we should investigate as we go by them. Agreed. You gotta start like moving into the clearing, essentially, kind of making your way towards the big hall. Yeah, go, I want to. Goran will lead the way to check out the card if that's the first thing we're coming up to. But... Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm gonna hand wave this some because it's. Yeah. I'm not trying to make you search every card individually. Yeah, so you're making your way through, and you kind of pass through these or pass by these tents and remnants. You do occasionally find like a box that contains food that's gone long moldy. You do find a little bit of treasure. Maybe it's from here, maybe it's not. You do find some kind of valuable coins occasionally. It's uh, Maybe it's an artifact of some kind. You, you do find stuff. You find like a box of scrolls. It definitely seems... Um, uh, actually, before I say that, give me a cunning check, and whoever wants to can roll for this. You all can, if you wish. Cunning? Yeah. Doubt fails. Customer also fails. Gorin, uh, success with 7 out of 13. I got an 8 out of 10 success for Raw. Yeah, so any of you that passed that, you start putting two and two together, and it seems like people came here, they didn't necessarily get to leave. Like, this is all stuff that, like, maybe you would stumble across this from coming from another location after looting it, or, like, you looted it from here and were in the process of leaving or something. Yeah, it people weren't bringing this stuff here necessarily. This is stuff that maybe lay like that got left here or got trapped here or is now just here from bad luck or something. Or maybe, well, clearly we're not the first to be sent 
on this mission. Yeah, this looks like a treasure hunting mission gone wrong. Yeah, several even. Any ideas as to not end up like these folks? Collect what they've already brought out and leave? Well, our commissioner wants one thing and one thing only, the golden crown. But he said if we can't find it, he'll just take a portion of what we do find. We found stuff. Unless you're just determined to uh, get this crown for him. Out of some noble obligation. Well, I am curious if greater riches lie further on. Which may include the crown, but other stuff as well. I am not intimidated, but I want to see what is in the hull. Do we see any bodies or footprints or anything to indicate humanoids were there at some point? Or is it just kind of the stuff? Not so far. It's just the stuff so far. Okay. I'd also say the stuff you're coming across right now, a couple of them look like they've been like looted over once and combined into another box. You've had two scores that were put into one box or something like that. Like everything you've come across so far is fairly old. Like you'd have to, it can't get the exact kind of time frame, but like it's not like six, seven months old. You're talking about stuff that's like. 10, 15 years old potentially. This is some old decayed wood. This is some barely there stuff still. Like, it's a miracle. It's still standing. Maybe you come across the occasionally slightly newer thing, but at least this far out from the hall, the stuff is old. Like, it's less damage from something hitting it and more damage from just sitting there and eventually decaying over time, if that makes any sense. You said there were scrolls? We're not supposed to hear that. Yeah, a few boxes of scrolls. We read them. It's just stuff. Yeah, it's it's all stuff you can in theory pull out of the ruins of uh, the kind of the various ruins that litter Davokar, the the Simbarum ruins kind of thing. It's it, it's stuff that would definitely qualify and be good treasure to bring back hypothetically, but it's not what you're looking for. And it doesn't seem like it's from here. It seems like it was either boxed up and carried out, or it's from somewhere else. Well, Roa, normally I'm one to say cut your losses, but part of me just hates to come all this way and not even check. I say we go a little closer. I won't argue the point. I was just saying we could. Do you keep kind of making your way towards the hall at this point, or what yeah, you do? Yep. Press on. All right, so kind of as you get closer and closer, you realize just how absolutely massive it was. Like from a distance, it was big. Now that you're closer, though, it's just huge. This is a massive building. Like a small town's population could very easily live inside this thing for weeks, months, an extended period of time and be just absolutely fine in it kind of thing. Like it is just a gigantic building. It probably took years to build it. And as you get closer and closer, it's more intricate. There's carvings on all the kind of outsides with lots of ornate details. Some have been lost time. But again, like it's a this building is a true labor of art and architecture. It is just a stunning example of what can be done with time and carving and kind of wood construction kind of thing. It's very ornate in a subtle way. It's kind of very kind of, it feels very revered. That being said, though, as you do get closer, the kind of concentration of destroyed stuff does pick up a little bit. You kind of see more and more signs of what was at one point, maybe a campsite against more carts. These ones seem a tad newer. And you do eventually encounter your first body, probably about two-thirds of the way across this clearing you're in, and it's just been maimed horribly. Like, it's just, it's covered in claw marks, and, like, it's been partially ripped apart. It's hard to tell exactly what happened, though. It's it's mostly a skeleton at this point. Like, it's it's gone through full decomposition. Uh, decomposition. It's the bones have been pulled apart in a couple kind of horrific ways. It also may be two bodies. You're not quite sure kind of thing, like. There could be scavenger birds, there could be other animals that came through and ate kind of and dragged parts apart. Uh, but you're, you're starting to see kind of signs that people have been here recently-ish, not like the last nine or ten days, but probably within the last year, give or take, seeing as you're seeing more and more kind of less decomposed stuff. I'm beginning to wonder if we were not the first people to see this map. Or at least not the first people to stumble upon this place to try to find treasure. 
I'm starting to think it was a little easy to get here. Path is too hard to be missed for Davakar. That usually means that something wants you here. Usually not a good thing. I don't think just anybody would escape from a town full of spiders. Wasn't that easy to get here. And you need the invitation, too. Who has that, by the way? Um, Somebody took it, right? Yeah, we definitely took it with us. It doesn't really matter who has it. Yeah, you took it with you. Okay, fine. Peter has it. Works for me. Can I do a check to see if I can figure out what organism may have caused said claw marks and maiming? Yeah, what are you going to use against that, I guess? uh, Do you have Beast Mastery? Or Beast Lore, I guess? I don't have anything useful at all. (laughs) I have Beast Lore. Yeah, someone with Beast Lore could be a guest. Let's use Beast Lore first. Okay. Alright. Beast Lore. I succeeded with a 2 out of 10. Yeah, so... You haven't found a body fresh enough to kind of get a full sense of what happened to these things. Again, these are mostly skeletons and bones at this point. Anything could have torn these apart, but kind of looking at some stuff, you do start to see claw marks, but not like animal claw marks, almost like human claw marks. Like the, You pass and it kind of almost looks like it has just like either someone's trying to claw to get into it or claw to get out of it. It's just kind of covered in... You kind of put your hand against it, it kind of roughly matches up with fingers and stuff like that, and you're not the deepest into Davakar, but you'd make a pretty educated guess that, like, based on everything around you, an abomination of some kind at one point probably came through here. That's not good. Not good at all. Is that a specific term, or just like some kind of monster? Okay, yeah. So let's uh, here's some Simbarum lore, I guess, for you. Abominations are so. Um, whenever someone casts a spell in Simbarum, you gain corruption. Abominations are people, animals, things that have been totally kind of reborn, taken over, corrupted by magic, and it's part of what makes Davakar Davakar is the fact that it just has wild magic just messing stuff up and it's it's where the kind of whole concept of corruption of davikar comes from like being in davikar is overextended periods of time bad for you because of the kind of latent whatever the hell is going on in the forest and abominations the deeper and deeper you get the more and more prevalent they are there's other things in there that are equally bad but abominations are a special thing they're kind of they used to be something and they were reborn recreated mutated via the corruption they are frequently at one point they were human but they're so not human anymore they're kind of rabid ghoulish monsters they're alive technically but it's a fate worse than death it's actually kind of why um uh, the order the, the, the kind of the church of prios all the like it's, it's why sorcery is a taboo thing because it's seemingly linked with the matches of davakar and it's why magic's kind of a bit of a weird topic in Simbarim. Like People know it exists, but use it too much, and you could become an abomination. Given it's kind of corrupting effects in short term. It's, it's grisly. We talked a while back, I think this was during our session zero, of kind of how corruption's kind of like a, it's the warp from 40k. It's, like, it's that Gellerfield effect. This is Abominations are what comes out of that transformation. And it wasn't in the case of abominations. It wasn't even always they were magic users. They just got they had the bad luck of getting corrupted by some outside force potentially. Like they wandered into the wrong part of Davakar and emerged forever changed and forever worse. Well, that's not good. All right. So how far are we from the building? You're about two thirds of the way through the clearing at this point. Um, you can get there with an hour at a minimum kind of thing. You're, you're getting close. Like it's, you're starting to kind of get a better look at, as you're looking at kind of from this distance, you're seeing that there are remnants of maybe not larger camps, but like more defined camps that were there at one point, like, and, and relatively new ones too, in the grand scheme of things, like not again, like the last like 10 days, but maybe last few years or something like it's, 
someone set up a somewhat existent, somewhat kind of pronounced field camp right up next to this building. You can't quite see it from where you're at just yet. You, you can see kind of the remnants of the structure. You're seeing more undestroyed carts, more undestroyed equipment. Like there's a remnant of a larger bonfire built towards the entrance of this thing. I tried to come up with more of a plan, but honestly, I don't see much else we can do other than walk in with our weapons drawn. I would, also really. out, I would also kind of throw out there that you haven't seen anything alive in here either. Like you have like no monsters, no birds, no animals running around. Like all signs point to you are alone here for the time being. Like nothing has come at you yet. You haven't seen kind of the obvious signs of something stalking the grass. There's not a place for it to hide in this place. Even like it's you'd see something unless it was like invisible coming up at you. And it's, it goes so far as to say that Goran knows invisible things aren't really a thing. Like that's. A, I'm sure some magic could let you do that, but, like, that's not a thing in Davikar, really. Sure. Well, maybe whatever wrought this havoc only comes at night, and we'll just walk out of here with the crown unscathed. In that case, we should get in there and start looking. So as you're getting closer, give me a vigilance check, everyone. That's what I'm good at. I'm going to fail it because I said that. Fail. Fail. 12 out of 14 <laughs> success. Skustmer. Oh, I barely passed with a 10 out of 11. Nice. All right, so as you get closer, those of you that succeeded on this, you notice that, like, as you've gotten closer to this thing, the air's gotten colder around you. Again, it's not like, it's not like cold, Kobe. You've definitely noticed as you were walking into this place, the temperature has dropped a couple degrees, like, and noticeably so. Maybe it's the fact you're getting closer and closer to the kind of the major shade provided by this giant tree. Maybe the sun's kind of out of view and therefore it is cooling off some. You're not quite sure, but you're definitely noticing a temperature shift as you get colder. Not enough to make you shiver, but definitely enough for you to notice it. And as you kind of enter into what I'm going to call the kind of like the courtyard of this major hall, you finally get kind of a real sense of what's going on. And yeah, you're standing in the remnants of what appears to be some type of adventuring party of some kind, a larger one than yours, definitely. It has like five or six tents that remain at least partially standing. There's three or four carts in various stages of disrepair. There's a variety of boxes. There's stuff kind of provisions and gear laid about and kind of in various stages of some destroyed, some knocked over, some are just totally fine. Uh, But more importantly, you can kind of get your first glimpse into the hall. And one of the doors is hanging off its hinges at kind of a weird angle, making kind of like a triangle entrance. But across these kind of just, again, massive doors of this thing, just, again, you're staggered at the sheer size of this building. There appears to be something written. It's dark against the kind of dark wood of the door. You'd have to get closer to see it. But it's been written kind of in, like, big, blocky letters. You can't quite make out what, it's, what it says, though, at this distance. But, yeah, no, like, there's all kinds of signs of people made a pretty major camp here. There's a variety of boxes you could probably rifle through to find some stuff. There's various remnants of former bonfires. Uh, there are kind of more signs of struggle. There's some smash stuff. There's one or two not so kind of fully de- decomposed bodies. These ones have definitely been torn apart or kind of slashed apart by something. But there's, again, like it's more of just kind of a, a newer version of everything you've passed so far. This is probably the newest stuff you've seen. Again, it's not like it's been here for a couple of days. It's been here for a couple of months at minimum. It's all going through a bit of a decay, and the weather has gotten to it some, and nature does happen. But yeah, no, this is, by all measures of kind of stuff you'd stumble across in the forest, fresh-ish. Now, have, do they have loot that's been pulled out or not? You have to look around for that. You're going to spend some time looking around the stuff? Yeah. 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 So you spend some time looking around some stuff again. Yeah. You find more loot and you're kind of going through boxes and finding some stuff. You're finding, like, again, like significantly more kind of expired provisions. Uh, yeah. If you took the haul of everything you've passed so far and this, you'd have an okay, decent haul. It's not going to be exactly what you're asked for, but you are finding gold and texts and a variety of other things. No artifacts, but you can tell artifacts are a very specific thing in this setting. But again, it's decent plunder kind of thing. Like it's, it's, this is some good money hypothetically on the table. Most importantly though, kind of in a satchel that's around one of the more skeletal bodies around here, you find a book 
and it appears to be a journal of some kind. You want to spend some time flipping through that, or you want to kind of like try and speed read it? Oh, yeah. I doubt Rowan knows read, but someone sure knows that, right? Gorin can read. I think most characters can read, but yeah, I think like Barbarians would have a toss-up, hypothetically. But yeah, Gorin's probably old enough, he can definitely read. Yeah, so... We're gonna start flipping through this book? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Gorin will start flipping through it. Yeah, so it is a adventurer's journal, or it's kind of a log of a trip of some kind, and they set off to some much deeper part of the forest. They found it, they plundered it, it was the remains of a castle or some grand house as best they could tell, and on their way back, they stumbled across this location, and they made camp here, and kind of, they're a little bit more kind of exploration-y geared, almost more of a cultural thing, like they were set up to investigate the ruins more, and finding this place was enough for them to set up camp again, and try and spend some time here, and there are several notes about kind of various weird sounds, people thought they were hearing things, they were kind of making their way around the space, they're not like bad adventurers. They understood to kind of approach this place with some caution, and like like you all did, given the kind of weirdness of it all. The notes in it indicate that they arrived here, we'll say, roughly kind of 10, 11 months ago, at least a couple seasons. A little bit vague in its wording, maybe a little bit longer, maybe a little bit less, but yeah, it's relatively recent. They weren't, there's no mention of Jorgen or kind of all the, or Jorgen, all their people that led you here, they, they came across this place purely by accident. But the last page starts to have something written about kind of they managed to kind of they started finally to explore the building and then the page is just kind of coated in blood. And there's a set of like four stab marks. It's kind of almost like perfect points that go through the page that's written on and then kind of into the rest of the book and kind of out through the back a little bit. And they're just covered in blood. There's some weird, like, burns on some of the paper in the book as well. It's also kind of in bad repair because of exposure and the conditions and stuff like that. But, yeah. When you say there's blood on it, is that meaning like it was, the author was stabbed while writing it? Or more like it kind of bled in from some other source? That sounds like a cunning check. Out is extremely cunning. Gorin one out of thirteen. Stout failed. Yeah, so you're looking at this thing, uh, Stout. You kind of look over the shoulder and don't provide much in this situation, unfortunately. But Gorin, yeah, like I, this book got stabbed. Seeing as there's not like blood in the holes, it seems unlikely that something stabbed through the person writing it into the book. But like. Looking where you found this thing, yeah, it probably got wet with some blood at one point, and kind of as you're looking around, there are some other stains that do indicate a big fight happened here, and kind of like flipping back through some pages, there is several mentions about how whoever this author of this book was felt like they'd been followed back from the previous site of some kind. They couldn't shake this feeling that something was following them in the woods. They kept hearing sounds, there was crashing sounds, I thought maybe it's the elves, but like, it seemed too unstealthy to be the elves. It seemed almost aggressive and like it was waiting its time or something, which doesn't quite line up with what you think abominations do, but also it's not not what abominations do. But again, it, it mentioned several times this idea that they were indeed being, or at least the author of this thought they were being followed. But also I would say that starting at when they discover the original place they were going to moving forward, the writings get a little bit more paranoid, like very visibly paranoid. They're more scrawled. There's a definite maybe deterioration of a mental state happening in slow time kind of thing of the writer. Maybe it's too much time in the forest. Maybe they saw some stuff, but there's definitely a slow tonal shift to the end where there's definitely a suspicion to everything in the writing. Well, seems to have been a decent chronicler, even if he's Started to go off the rails a little bit at the end. Now, do they mention the bodies that, like, from the previous um, expeditions before they got here? You mean like that on the road you passed and stuff like that, the ones you came across? Yes. Yeah, there's various notes that kind of back up the suspicions that you have. There's 
yeah, it, it all lines up with everything you've thought and kind of encountered so far, too. Nothing, like, they didn't just kind of appear. They've been here as best you can tell, too. It's maybe been a couple kind of crude sketches of, huh, here's some weird stuff. No, no. Well, I think we should keep this book for good measure. Why we're at it, can we go ahead and gather up the treasure that they have here? I mean, not take it with us inside the building, but maybe when we're on our way out, we can grab it. Yeah. Now you could even like prepare to do that kind of thing. Like you have your cart with you, you can preload the cart hypothetically. That's good thinking. Are there any crates around? We can sort of create a little. Most of it's still in crates. Like some of the stuff's been smashed yeah. open, but yeah, they. A bunch of the plunder, like, it, it is weird, though. The, the book did mention some really good finds. The stuff you're finding isn't bad, but it's not, like, treasure, treasure. It, it should be more, hypothetically. But, like, it's, again, like, the stuff you're finding would fetch a decent price in the right, in kind of the right environment or the right sellers. It's books, it's scrolls, it's yes. minor trinkets and stuff. Again, this stuff will sell, but it's not, like, the big score this book implies that there should be. All right, so let's say we spend 20 minutes doing that. Yeah, might as well. I'm ready. Sure. 